This is just the usual reminder that this show may contain some adult language and humour, and all opinions expressed by guests are solely their own. Hello, I'm Damien Edwardson, one half of Art92, and the creator of the sci-fi wrestling comic The Galaxy Grappling Alliance, and welcome to Omenta That, the chip-free sporadic podcast series where I talk to a selection of hand-picked guests on a range of topics in and around the world of comics, art and all things creative. And on today's show I'll be talking to those dirty degenerates behind Tribute Press, whose brand of outlaw comics have already seen them banned from Kickstarter and now they're about to take their filth to the world of Patreon. So chain up your gimp and get ready as we talk about the art of self-publishing with Tribute Press. On today's show, we continue our look at the art of self-publishing, and I'm pleased to be joined by two veritable bandits of the comic scene. (laughs) Having already been banned once by Kickstarter, it's safe to say they've already planted their flag firmly atop the Bad Taste Mountain. But that isn't going to stop them, and as you'll hear, they're about to take over Easter, and they plan to bring their particular brand of Bad Taste to Patreon. So without further delay... Please let me say a big hello to the Gilbert and George of Outlaw Comics. It's Adam Falp and Tony Esmond. Yes. We've yet to do a comic about our poos, have we, Adam? No, they're coming up, surely. We've got a patron. People are giving us 149 from next week, so... (laughs) (laughs) Plenty of scope for poo comics. Yeah. Scat mag. Yeah. Almost like a competition. You could kind of draw it and go... What did he have for my tea this week? <laughs> You've got to be a fan of like ratemypoo.com or whatever it is. I've never looked at that. I keep being told oh, about I've that. Never looked at it. The only thing I've got, my, my bestie is a uh, girl called Crystal who Adam has met. And when she used to leave her phone about at work, I used to, we all used to run in the toilet and do, you know, pictures of our morning business with it. And I remember my mate did one. It was like, <laughs> it, it was like the X factor. You know, they put their arms across their arms like that. <laughs> <laughs> a real connoisseur in the toilet. <laughs> I've just been listening to Steve Sims be very eloquent and talk on your podcast about his uh, his making of uh, battle badges, and you get us on <laughs> doing a shit. Yeah, he's a good guy, Steve, isn't he? Yeah, very good. Day with the days. <laughs> 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 well, you know, you've got to mix it up a little bit, and you can't yeah. have nice people every week who are going to talk every week, can it? sensibly a, about yeah. their work. You've got to. You've got to try and appeal to as wide a range as possible. Um, and I haven't ticked the degenerate crowd for quite a while. So. Yeah, you got us oh, Just scumbags, really. Aren't we? <laughs> just, just, just horrible, horrible humans. <laughs> so, obvious question. You're both well. You're both keeping well and, and looking forward to being able to run around town naked again soon. Yeah, yeah the dream. Yeah, yeah. We met earlier, didn't we, Adam? We had a meet up. I had to give you some comics to, that you have to send off. At, uh, we had a curbside meet. Yeah, it's not the same from two metres apart, though, is it? Nah, it's not. You no, I, accused, I accused you of being a bit weird because you were staring at me because I had an old man's hat on. <laughs> yeah, <we'd call laughs> Do you lob the comics at him like odd job? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've got a very organised distribution centre, which is a crate in my garage at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> 
so as you can tell folks it's already uh we're about two minutes in and it's already gone tits up so kind of sets the scene really for what we're trying to talk about today which is the world of outlaw comics um now it's quite funny because when you you do a bit of research for these things yes i do try and do some research for these things good Good to know leave um and what was quite interesting was that people couldn't actually agree on what defines an outlaw comic or or even necessarily outlaw other types of entertainment such as film and music things like that so I suppose the first question for you guys is, you know, what's your history of, of like, you know, connection with outlaw comics and what were your influences, your favourites and, and things like that? Well, I actually think outlaw comics has kind of made a comeback. It was something we saw in the black and white boom and even before that in comics. But I like I might let you, Adam, because you, you kind of reason you're not you're not new to comics, but you're newer than me. And you you really latched onto it, didn't you? Yeah, I think I just. um I got back to comics maybe like five or six years ago now, and I've spent the first two of those reading sort of Marvel and DC, and I sort of very quickly got bored of of just those books, the same sort of stories, same art, the the house styles, everything's a bit just just bland after a while. But um, yeah. yeah, sort of found I can't remember which ones it was now, but there's just a bit of personality, especially and not not necessarily outlaw comics but all i feel like all of them 80s black and white boom stuff are just because they're yeah. not because they're not you know maybe the artists doing them aren't as as good as maybe someone working for marvel was uh, but there's a little bit of sort of personality there like i like those comics the same way i like um sort of b movies because there's a vision there's visions of grandeur with these sort of things and it just never works out and there's a yeah, and the, the, the covers are always better than the actual movie. The covers are always better than the actual comic. Sometimes I think it's another another yeah. comparison to make, isn't it? Yeah, that can be said for a lot of mainstream comics, can't it? Yeah, that is true. Now, yeah, yeah. But I mean, we got into. I mean, we enjoy stuff like you know everything from Caliber to Solson to a lot of Eclipse comics to First comics. You know, there's there's that sweet spot which tends to be the stuff that you find in the the cheap the cheap boxes at comic marts you know mm. um and we were i mean i like to think that adam especially and, and i was as well we were before the wave because it's become a bit of an instagram thing now isn't it adam you you know people like ben mara and strangers and all these sort of people are always finding new stuff from back then if you see what i mean and putting it out and we're like quite getting quite excited by it all mm. yeah i think we fo- we follow a few accounts that just post those types of books that they'll, yeah. they'll always post like a new york city outlaws or um some some weird i don't know damn log or yeah like, yeah that's true like that. even stuff like scout you know some of the some of the um even Kamiko, um you know even it reaches through to stuff like vampirella and eerie and creepy as well there's some stuff there um and there's there's never it's never really stopped people have always done these sort of crazy books yeah. I think um, we did the I reviewed one on the, the, the podcast last night, Nash, um, which is just that sort of man versus rock even. I mean, that's five, six years ago. And that's like crazy. There's something quite refreshing as well. And then I think about that kind of um, it's almost like anti-normal kind yeah. of art and writing. And, and it's like, I'm the same with films and, and things like that. I've always been drawn to those kinds of things that, you know, if somebody sits there and goes, what the fuck is this? 
Yeah. Nine times out of ten, I'll be loving it. You know, I mean, I always think to, you know, my love of things like John Waters, David Lynch, things like that. I've always liked those kinds of films that have divided people. It's the same when you look at a lot of what they term outlaw comics, even mainstream ones, you know, I mean, because you could argue that things like Preacher and things like that were considered as outlaw within the mainstream. And a lot of the Vertigo yeah. stuff, I think, at the time which I grew up on, was certainly not the norm. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, there's a lot of stuff like um, Josh Bayer these days, who's so popular, he, you know, he's probably selling a lot of comics, but he's got this really crazy style, which I absolutely love. You know, but I think people, people, I'm sure people do think it's a bit like music and to a certain extent movies where people are in it because no one else has heard about it. You know, there's that element. But I actually genuinely really do love this stuff. I, I just, yeah, I find it all really inspirational as well. Um, I've got, what have I got in front of me? I've got Dynamite Diva, um, which is another great little underground kind of outlaw thing by right. Jasper Jubenville. He's, he's great. There's loads of it going on. Yeah. Yeah, and it's very brave as well. I find yeah. a lot of it, you know, the, it's a really brave thing to do to make a comic that you know is going to appeal to a small percentage of people. Yeah. You know, because as much as we say we create for ourselves, there is an element where you do create hoping that, you know, at least it will find an audience. And I think, you know, when I look at some of the stuff that, that, that you've talked about and some of the outlaw stuff, as it's termed, it really does appeal to a very small niche number of people. And I think that's that's really gutsy that. You know, I think yeah. it takes a lot of bollocks to put that stuff out. Yeah, I mean you can I mean you can look at stuff stuff like John um John Tucker's books and call them outlaw, to to be fair. Yeah. There's there's a lot of it going on in the small press. I think you just need to be be prepared to push a boundary, be yeah. independent and have a, an original and kinetic and you know how would how would I put it? You you've got to have uh, an insightful style. You've got to do stuff that's just mm. you know just feels right. You know. And do you, you find think, Adam as an artist? Did you find that as you kind of discovered this stuff, did it influence the way you work, or did did you work that way naturally anyway? And it kind of just seemed like a a perfect synergy of of you know what you're trying to do and how you're trying to do it. Yeah, maybe I, I think um, because I'm when I draw a person, for example, it doesn't necessarily look like a person, like um, as in, like that's not how a person really looks. It doesn't look like a photo. Mm. It looks like a cartoon of something. So, <clears throat> and the fact that these these people were drawing things that didn't necessarily look real, and they're not trying to do that either. Yeah. That was almost like a good sort of thing to fall back on that's a good excuse for my poorness is what i'm trying to say <laughs> uh, and i can i can dress it up as me pretending to be bad but really that is actually my best my best shot is what i'm giving there well i, I think you do yourself a disservice there. Yeah, i'm sure tony would agree yeah, as well. I agree. yeah. Um, but then again you've, you've you're privy to the curse that we all seem to have which is you know everybody hates their own stuff don't they well I say everybody. Some people don't. <laughs> some, yeah. Some people absolutely love their own Some people stuff. are quite noisy about not. Yeah. I don't know about you, Damien, but sometimes you do something. You do actually do something that's actually quite good. And I think the quest is to do to to try and get everything to where you quite like it. I don't know if it's possible, mm. but maybe like one in one in ten things 
you might think, oh, I love, I love that. I love how I've drawn that. Mm. May, imagine if all of your things could look like that. So you've known each other for a number of years, I'm, I'm assuming. Um, Not that long, actually. What, two, no? three years, Adam? Uh, yeah, maybe three. Maybe, go, yeah, three going on four, maybe. I'm a lot younger a... than Adam, you so you got to appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. I didn't need to introduce your Steptoe and Son, but then I thought it was a bit unfair <laughs> on Adam. To Adam, be yeah. Casting yeah. the, uh, the Wilfred Bramble role. He didn't you know? end well, did he, Wilfred Bramble? No. No. <laughs> no. Fortunately. Drawing comics in the bar. <laughs> yeah, and they genuinely did hate each other as well didn't they in real life and unlike yourselves yeah. so yeah. you've kind of known each other for a couple of years and, and how did tribute press come about was it just that you wanted to work together and was it partly driven by because i know adam when we spoke at leamington i think oh christ i don't know when that would be now but at least two years ago and we were both saying how we detest the selling of comics and things you know we just want to create them and get rid of them it's the selling bit that's really difficult so are you just basically using tony as your pimp to sell your stuff <laughs> that's I mean, me that's... super salesman of the year. <laughs> yeah. um, but no the tribute was just i was i was doing my sort of weird stuff tony was doing his weird stuff and we were doing a weird book together so we thought why don't we just yeah. I said to Tony, why don't we just put all our crazy shit out onto one sort of label? And yeah. then Chevy Press was born. We started off with a bit of a sort of Bronze Age aesthetic. And um, and then I got a bit carried away and it all just went a bit mental. Um, And uh, it sort of just carried on from there, from Hercules 1 onwards. And now we're on the fourth volume sort of thing. Yeah, it's been a busy year, hasn't it? I mean, you've knocked out, what, five books that I know of? Well, um, we did. We worked out, we did, was it seven last year? Wow. I, th- I think, yeah, I think maybe it was maybe like five and a couple of like minis to go with Kickstarters. Yeah, we did an Ashcan, didn't we, of Jeremy? Um, yeah, yeah, I think you might be right. Live on the podcast. <laughs> so the ones I know about were obviously Atomic Hercules, which we'll come on to. So there's, there was one and two in Ghost Commando, which yep. infamously got you banned off. Um, That's the one. Kickstarter, yeah. yeah. Um, Tony Osmond is a movie star. Oh yeah, brackets yeah. no relation to Tony no relation, Osmond. no fucking brackets. relation. I believe is the phrase. But yeah, knockout and Tiger style, which I missed out on, and I don't know how. Right. Oh, so I don't know what happened there, but I was looking <laughs> today. I realised I didn't actually have it. You must um, have muted me because that's all we went on about for about a month. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but to be fair, I I wasn't. Well, no, I was involved in that. In that we wrote a little page story, didn't we? We did an extra page for it, didn't we? Um, yeah, but that was, that was Fraser. You were right, John, mate, as a, as a fellow publisher, you were yeah, that's it, yeah, yeah, in the trenches, yeah. Um, and then we did like a, an extra one sheet for that one, didn't we? One sheet, and uh, that was sort of how you to did, do martial arts. Jeremy came with that one, I think. I want to say, oh, Jeremy he did, Jeremy did, that. didn't it? Yeah, Jeremy's little ash can about Jeremy runs the 42nd level of hell, obviously. <laughs> this is hell, hell for annoying people. You know, like people who claim they used to be in a band, that sort of thing, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've never been in a band. I've been band. Yeah, we have. What, was the, what else did we do, Adam? That was it, I think, wasn't it? You did, think... you did Satan's, no, Satan's Libraries this year, isn't it? Yes, yeah. You did Strangers. Yes, um, that was it. Yeah, that, that's all of them, but yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And we did um, Crystal and Noodles, didn't we, as well? We did two uh, little yeah. web, web comics as well. Yeah. Noodles is a uh, great character. 
Based, yeah. Based on a friend of mine. Yeah. <laughs> Genuinely. His name is Noodles. It's for a different reason, but yeah, I called him. Yeah. So obviously as part of that, you've been working with other writers and artists. So is the intention that one of you will always be involved in a project for Tribute Press or is it primarily you two and just every now and then you, you bring other people in? Um, I don't know, Adam. What do you think? That's no, a, I, was, I was just about to say, I don't know either. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're just, just going to do what we want with it, really. That's the beauty of it, yeah. to be honest. Joe, jo, one, one thing I will say about Tribute Press is, and, and how it came about is I remember me and you, Tony, sat in a cafe and we thought, who would publish us? And the answer was probably no one. Um, yeah. So we made up our own. Yeah, there you go. Desperation, I believe, is the reason it exists. <laughs> to be yeah. fair, that's where Art 92 Comics came from as well. Because <laughs> I remember saying to H, we've got fucking no chance of anybody like, publishing. Well, we've got a crossover so, coming. Yeah. We've got an Art 92 Tribute Press crossover because you're, yeah. you're doing us a pin-up. I am, yes. It's, Very excited uh, by that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm looking. Yeah. You don't need mine yet, do you, Tony? What do you mean? You know the deadlines because it launches on Friday. <laughs> but you need to pin up for that. No, no, not yet. No. Okay. Not yet. Right. You're, you're busy anyway. I am very, very much so. <laughs> we decided to go magazine size black and white. So he's actually had a lorry deliver a big bucket of ink. <laughs> it's, fu- it's actually a fucking nightmare. I was thinking to myself as I was scanning in these pages in my A3 scanner and mm. it's on A2 paper, the originals. Um, so I'm having to do about four scans for every page. Each page <laughs> is taking me about a day to ink. It's just, I just thought to myself, I'm never doing this again. It's a stupid idea. <laughs> and how many pages are you doing? Is it 40? Uh, it's 37 plus uh, a couple of couple of um, sort of written pieces in the back from your yeah. good self. Yeah, we've got a Nazi exploitation article by me. <laughs> Brilliant. Look forward to it. <laughs> so what happens is, I sort of, I mean, I'm sure everyone thinks because I'm the older member of, of the pair of us, you know, everyone thinks that I wander around say, making things up. But no, I just usually just go along with whatever Adam comes up with. So we're, we're doing a new thing. And I rang him the other day, didn't I? And I said, well, what format are we doing on this one? Because he always decides format. It's his big thing. He loves a format. And he went A6. I went, right, there's another one we haven't done before. You know, I think we're going to do every format, you know. <laughs> One's going to be designed like a rose that opens up, you know, everything. We're going to do everything. So you said, oh, A6, and it needs to be this many pages. So I went, oh, well, I've started writing that one. That's why we had Hercules Goes Commando. And for the filthy people in the audience who haven't read it, it's, it's in the commando style. It's not because yeah. he gets his pants off. Um, well, he does in other issues. And that's that was Adam's idea because he'd seen some star blazers and wanted to imitate them. <laughs> I just love, I just love, like, printed matter, I think. I just love, just... Just all these different formats and different sizes. I'm, I, I just love having like little little different things in my collection of sort of comics. That so I've got a little short box um, that I just keep the good stuff in, and everything else goes uh, in. Well, it might as well be the bin. They, they go in other boxes that and never get seen again. But in in my one short box, I've got all the comics I love, and there's a lot of different uh, sizes and. We did have a discussion earlier where you went, why am I buying Spider-Man? That was the start of the conversation. Yes. Why yeah. am I buying Spider-Man? Just I don't know. I, why I, are you buying Spider-Man? Because I don't want to tell the people at the comic shop that I want to come off it and <laughs> make them lose money. 
Yeah, I think I've got a few runs like that. <laughs> yeah, I thought I just out of guilt, or because I hadn't been to the comic shop for that long that they went, oh, yeah. we've got like twelve issues of these, and I'm like, oh, great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I love them then. <laughs> so it is quite literally Gonzo then the way you approach projects. It will be that one of you probably Adam will come up with just an idea around a format or something you want to try, and then. And then you yeah. just sit down and wow, that's, that's it starts. It normally impressive. starts with starts with an idea which yeah. we talk about. Then Adam decides format, and then I decide how I'm going to write it. Because that's really? very dependent. If you're doing a magazine size page, you have more panels, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very much dependent on the format. And the the well, the way we did for those who haven't seen it, it's like one up, one down, and the, the odd the odd splash page for Commando. There's a real different um, momentum, you know, to that. Yeah, than there is to um, a big, big page of comics. So, yeah. yes, it's, there's a different, it's different style writing. The George Mayhem that we're doing, well, I'm sure we'll mention in a second. That's that's a one up, one down, and and Daryl's drawing that one, and that's that's a, that's different again. Yeah, no, it's fascinating stuff because we all can fall into that trap of getting into a comfortable rut, either yeah. the way we write or the way we draw, or whatever it might be. So, it, I find it really, really interesting that you you kind of approach it from such a like I say, almost like a gonzo kind of approach, isn't it? You know, because it's, it's got to be fun, Damien. I, I think, think that's what keeps it fresh as well and, keep, and yeah. gives it that energy. Because you know, the one thing you say about your books, you know, whether people find them offensive or not, which is bollocks anyway. Yeah. But it's um, <laughs> they are full of energy. You know, they really are like yeah. Yeah. fizzing. Can I just yeah. give a little shout out to Helena with uh, the words "fuck that shit." <laughs> Helena sent me um, a message the other day saying every time I see is it modern toss or something like that? Is yeah. that the says every time oh. I see this, all I can hear is your voice saying it. I said, okay. <laughs> it's, I took it as a huge compliment. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know what modern toss is, but I can see what she might think of you, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> or you you'd love modern toss. It's um, genius. Oh, yeah. I'll send you some links to it. You'd love them. It's right up your street. It's uh, one of my favourite. It's like a work meeting, and there's a guy at a chalkboard, and he kind of says, "Right, you know, don't think about it. The first thing comes into mind, just say it." And the guy at the back going, "Fuck you!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like that. Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. Brilliant. Anyway, back to tribute press. So, I mean, let's talk about Atomic Hercules for a moment before we move on to new projects, and because obviously that's, I suppose that's kind of your flagship title. That's what we're going to win the Eisner for. I keep telling I, I Adam. I certainly hope that's... so. Yeah, hey, have you nominated yourselves for that? Not way. yet, no. Oh, well, but, you must uh, do. I yes. do include in the script as often as I can with, this is going to be the page that wins us the Eisner. I do write yeah, that into that, the yeah, script. That is yeah. good. And then I just, <laughs> I know for that one, I've got to, I've got to go. Well, like all the stops for that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Would it really <laughs> count, though, if, if you nominated yourself for an Eisner and won it? Or... It would seem hollow, wouldn't it, somehow? Yeah, a little bit. I yeah. think so. But, you know, what do we know? What do I, I tweet know? about it though? I can tweet about it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, that's, that's, what I could, that's, that's what I could do. <laughs> <laughs> and then remind everybody about it as well. Yeah, have I mentioned that I won an award? Eisner yeah. winner, Tony Esmond. So the, the um soon to be Eisner winning Atomic Hercules then. I believe that was wasn't that your idea, Adam, initially? Or have I got that wrong? This is a bit buried uh, in the depths of the, the mists of time, isn't it? But you suggested coming up with a bronze age idea didn't you that's where he started yeah I, yeah i just told you to write something for me i think yeah um, you and a couple other people and yours uh i don't know if, um you were the one that 
I actually did it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was trying not to throw, throw people under the bus then, but yeah, you actually did it. You got me the script first, we did it, and then um, we actually uh, got on yeah. and decided to do, to do another one Yeah. Uh, before I received the, any more scripts. Is Tony the only one that still talks to you, Adam, as well? Uh, very much so, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and of course... You know, some of uh, Atomic Hercules' greatest hits would be, um, you know, the unicorn shagging, obviously. Yeah, that needed to come, didn't it? I'm fucking sick of unicorns. Yeah. Death by penis. Through eye. I reckon my favourite moment. (laughs) (laughs) That's the one that, to this day, Pete Dory just keeps messaging me with. Page eight. (laughs) Just keeps sending me this message. Yeah, makes me laugh. But obviously, there's a lot more to it than that, isn't there? I mean, you know, this is the thing that people... I think disregard with a lot of comics is where they possibly don't read the subtext of what you're presenting. So although it is good fun and it is right up my street, that kind of, you know, this is going to really offend people. Good. You know, this is going to upset people. Good. It ticks all those boxes, but there's actually more to it, isn't it, Tony? When you read them. He is the ultimate grumpy old man who gets off his ass and solves problems so the 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 well the whole theory the, the origin of the situation is that everyone growing up decided they didn't want to do they didn't want to work in biochemistry or nuclear physics or medicine or anything they wanted to do anime voiceover courses and you know um you know jedi dance courses and that sort of thing at university um no, no, no not gender studies obviously that's very important but they all decided to do all this sort of crap <laughs> and uh the, nobody was studying nuclear fission, and so consequently, all the nuclear power places blew up, causing the apocalypse. Which I think is a, more original than the oil running out, like we got in uh, Mad Max or something like that, you know, mm-hmm. um, or sort of zombies. So we had that. So he is the last, because he's kind of immortal. He's aging very slowly. He just looks at everyone and goes, "Fuck's sake," you know, and he just gets on with things. Um, he's he's the last sane man alive, basically, is the way we look at it. Um, and he just keeps his life as a shit sandwich, you know. I can relate quite a lot to him, I think. Maybe it's my <laughs> age and maybe the fact that, you know, countless numbers of times I will be sat here going, for fuck's sake. Yeah. You know? I've started I've, shouting at the television quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I've often said that I think my autobiography will call, what the fuck is this and what the fuck is that? You know, yeah. that's kind of like what I spend most yeah. of the time. You've got all this to come, you know, Adam. You, yeah, you're, you're he's there. there now, he's mate. there. He, he, he is me. He, he sits in the office with me, effing and blinding. You know, I think that's yeah, all we abuses of, him. I'm the I'm the McGregor character so like so far. I just you know run a bar and just get sucked off by Hoovers <laughs> while, <laughs> while my mate just starts shouting. I suppose I'm supposed to say here that other penis sucking uh yeah. devices are available not yeah, just hoover is a make not a uh yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah nice to tuck you off too <laughs> but that's like that's like that's top tier like hoover's sucking you off the dyson yeah that's too expensive for our taste isn't it we're more yeah. sort of little bit... i'm more, I'm more of a henry man i just yeah yeah i like yeah. I like my blowjobs with like a friendly face looking. That's he's got a little <laughs> smiley face. There's a lady, yeah. Henry, isn't there, as well? I saw one in a shop once. There's a lot. Uh, I think yeah. there is. I can't, I can't remember what her is name it is. Is it the Hoover or something like that? Yes, something yes, like that. yes it is. Yeah, yeah. I bet yeah. somebody's had a go at that. Well, I fell down the stairs and my cot went in the Hoover once. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hetty. 
<laughs> what, what, what are you doing around here? Adam, just quickly, as an aside, I've got an idea for the new comic. We'll talk later, yeah? No problem. Uh, Daryl will like that. Daryl's great. So can we just mention that Daryl is now part of the team? He's yes. come on board and he's doing a comic with us. And basically, I keep saying things to him and he laughs and says he's bang up for it. So it makes me... So he's definitely definitely of, the, of a like mind. Yeah. You're kind of like the Fagin of degenerate artists, aren't you? <laughs> Oh, sounds a bit sounds a bit group right? of people who are too disgraceful for other writers <laughs> too disgraceful uh, yeah vince bond said that to me he said look Tony, these are all you aren't they and i said well vince i did do a comic about prostitutes and he went fair enough maybe not that one so i mean tony osmond to me it's just it's clear i think it could be more clear about it you know just sick of twats man that's how it works <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> well, that's that then. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us. <laughs> Listen, we could have done uh, a comic just about sitting in the bath and moaning to our cats, but we didn't. You know what I mean? You got to give yeah. us some credit. Yeah, that's coming. That one's coming. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what the world's waiting for, isn't it? You know, <laughs> there's not enough self-pity. I don't think. <laughs> Especially on the internet. <laughs> Can I just so, say that the just pulling it back to some sort of vague interview technique? Because I feel I I listen to your podcast and the, your interviews are much better than this, Damon. And I apologise because it's my fault. But the um, Adam has applied himself to the outlaw style with his art, and I don't know I don't know if you agree, but I think he's getting better by each issue. Wait until you see the black and white issue. That's going to be exciting. Oh, yeah. Stop it, Tony so and so so there's a secret that adam hasn't told anyone that i know and i'm very excited about it do i know what it is you do you told me <laughs> you said you're going to be okay. in something but you can't you said i wasn't uh, allowed to say what you yes no you're right i was i'm in something we'll tell you later quite quite an achievement and if they, if you don't mention me in that interview i'll kill you um maybe i've had stuff to do with me i did i did right in it yeah yeah just my okay. pictures are you going yeah. on the one show? Uh, TV Quick magazine. Uh, yes. Super. Well, so, Loose Women, that's the ideal. That's the dream. You would never get near Loose Women. You've still <laughs> no, got that asshole. I'll, I'll be drawing the images for um, Deirdre's photo case book in the next. <laughs> <laughs> if you write to Dear Deirdre, she writes back. I wrote, her, I wrote her letter once. She wrote back. Guaranteed uh, to reply. Any, any details? No, he did it for a laugh, me and a mate. I said, he looks like, my mate looks like... Um, Robbie Williams, I think I might give him a kiss. And she wrote back saying, no, you need to find out whether he feels the same way first. So very sensible advice. I love the idea that she just gets to, spends all day getting these stupid letters from idiots like you <laughs> and, and just sends proper responses back. <laughs> I applied for the England manager's job once. Um, <laughs> it was on my board lunch hour when I worked for Virgin. And I was, I was flicking through and they just sacked another manager. And I thought... I'll write to them for a laugh. So I did. And they had to write back to me because oh, that's a good. policy. Yeah. yeah. And I applied for the Tottenham manager job once as well. Oh, just good for fun. Um, Are you I, a Tottenham fan? No. Oh. Fucking hate them. But I just thought it'd be a laugh. So I, I put in there, you know, I, I still quite like Aussie R dealers singing Tottingham. Apparently I wasn't, wasn't what they were looking for. Who was so. the dude who was with Aussie R dealers? He was from Argentina as well. What was his oh, name? I can't remember. They came to was my he, school once. Was he the guy out. with the big beard? That's him, yeah. Like a yeah. Yeti's ass. Hey. It, it, he looked like a Yeti's ass. Didn't I he? thought he said you, he Yeti's ass. I, mean, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, 
I also I know things going so, on, but you hey, know. note that down. Each to their own. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, enough of j- dreams that we've had swiped yes. away from us by pen pushing pencil necks. Let's get back to why we're here, which is to talk about the upcoming wonderful slate. See what I did there? Gone all nice. proper. Yeah. The slate of things that we can expect from Tribute Press. So more Atomic Hercules, I'm hoping. Yeah, so fours on the drawing board, all written. Um, exciting. It's very exciting. Anything you can tell us? Uh, yeah, there's um, uh, they tr- they fly around in big fish, um, and um, there is a little tribute to Isla She Wolf for the SS in it. Oh, quality street. <laughs> Love it. I was flicking through a, an old book on my shelf about video nasty covers. Oh, I love them, man. Quite yeah. a few Isla ones in there, isn't there? Yeah, she had. Um, she said there was four. Um, she's defeated in the first one by a man who can have sex without finishing. She doesn't know how to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, on the, we've obviously got. You mentioned previously with Daryl. Yeah. So we got. So we've got a couple of plans. So next up is uh, Tribute Friday, which has replaced Good Friday because um, we're crucifying our character on the posters. So we decide we're going to launch on Good Friday end of this week. I'm not sure when this goes live, Damien, but the uh, that's when the the, uh, the Patreon will go up. Um, for that, we're doing five pages a week um, of a new comic called George Mayhem, which is a comic that um, Daryl Thorpe, love him, top bloke, came to us and said, I've got this idea for a comic, sort of vague idea. Um, Tony, I need to be put, like we are talking about a minute ago, I need to be pushed a bit and I need to be out of my comfort zone what do you fancy doing? I, I went away to think about it, came back to him with a pitch and he loved it. So he, um, he drew it. it. It's nice being a writer at tribute press because you get Adam and um, Daryl just sending you art every morning. It's quite nice. And it just, it always makes me chuckle. So that's going to launch. That's going to be how many pages is it again? I can't remember Adam. Can you remember? It's not my book, mate. <laughs> 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 I think it's 60. Yeah, 60 pages. Yeah, I think it's, it's 60. about 12 weeks. 12 yeah. weeks of five pages a week. Yeah, wow. it's in a similar... It's A5, but it's similar to Atomic Hercules, where it's it's one up, one down, right. and some splash pages and stuff like that. So um, it's got a number of themes. It's uh, it's basically a PTSD book, actually. It's about a soldier who comes back from war and how it affects him, um, but mm. with, a, with a tribute press twist to it. Um, and we'll be putting some adverts out for... A couple of charities that deal with PTSD as part of it, so we sort of want to pay back a bit, so that's part of it. So Monday to Friday is going to be a page a day of the comic, and the weekends are going to be some extra stuff. Um, we've got a few plans, including both you guys. We're going to be doing. I bought one of those. In fact, it was Helena who I was chatting to the other day who recommended the overhead, the sort of the desk crane, as I like to call it, that holds your iPhone so you can film what you're looking at. Do you know what I mean? Oh, Without holding the camera. Yeah. Um, holding the phone, and um, we're going to do sort of um, outlaw books, little you know, interesting comics from bygone ages, what we bought, Brilliant. talk about some artists, stuff like that. It's a little video at the weekends as well. So there's, there's going to be something every day is the plan um, right. for one pound forty nine a month, which we thought was pretty good. A month, wow. Yeah. There you <laughs> yeah. go, Damien. You're, you're you're invested. You're loving it. Well, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. One pound forty nine. I mean, he's no, from it's Wigan. A tough year. so there's that so that's the that's the next thing um adam and i have started working on um the ideas for the thing that will follow that 
um and that'll be you want to explain that one adam uh yeah it's just gonna be uh i'm I'm, i mean part of the patron sort of the idea of it was because i wanted to do a monthly comic um but i wanted it physical i wanted to send people little books every month yeah um so that's basically going to be what that was just a little serialized story they're only going to be small i think we haven't really i haven't decided yet but they're only going to be little things that we'll just send out to people every month 149 come on people yeah so we're going to change the distribution model so the, the first one will be digital and yeah. there will be an option to then buy it at the end, probably at a reduced rate. And then the second wave will be Adam's book, which uh, we might might be a tiny bit more expensive because obviously we'll be, as part of the payment, you'll be paying for the book to be sent to you. Right. Um, yeah. So in the same way that Lise Richardson does it, Lise does it on a longer schedule. If you go on her um, yeah. Patreon, you get a book at the end of the year, I think, or whatever it is. Um, this is, we decided to do it as sort of a, a bit of a quicker, quicker in and out uh, one. So we'll do that. That's a series of books, um, which we've got big plans for, actually. It's a bit more soap opery, a bit more retro, a right. bit more underground. Um, and then then we'll move on to the next thing for the Patreon. So it just depends how the plans get going. We've um, we've been contacting some artists recently, looking to spread our wings a bit, um, see what's out there, really. Can, we're not taking pictures from anyone that's a nonsense but we've um we just like a few people and we've sort of approached them to do some work and a couple of uh, really cool people have approached us and said i'd love to do something and we're certainly considering them as well mm. yeah i mean this is at the end of the day i think you know this is our brand so and there's certain people i'll be sort of proud to yeah. put put out there yeah um, and it's not you know don't get me wrong it's not much of a not much of a big deal for anyone but i think yeah, there's there's people I'd like to try and and show, you know, everyone you should be because there are there are a couple that spring to mind. You just think, ah, why don't more people know about them? Mm. Yeah, yeah, mm. especially in the UK. And it's it's not specific. You know, you don't have to. We're not looking for Michelangelo. You know, we're not looking for um, Neil Adams. We're looking for people with just energy. That's yeah. the idea. Yeah. So the the whole I find the whole Patreon approach really interesting. The yeah, way it's you're quite going a fresh about. idea, I think. Yeah, it's yeah. Nice, and I was going to say because, yeah. like you said, we were listening to the podcast where Lisa was talking about the way she'd done it. You know, was it like yeah. a pound a month or two pounds a month or something? Yeah, something small. Yeah. And I yeah. thought, what a great idea! Like you were saying, it's kind of one of those things that most people will will be willing to to dip for that. It's neither in nor there, is it? And this approach you're taking, though, I mean, it just sounds really intriguing. And I, I don't think even when we were researching it, I didn't see anything that was like that. So a, a lot of furry there's a few, shit. A few on the, on yeah, there. yeah. There's a few on the rise, man. I think Patreon is definitely on the rise. You've got to look at um, Red Room from Ed Piscor. Um, there's a, there's a um, what, what else is there out there? Uh, ben, ben, ben Morrow has his one on there. Um, yeah. Jim Ruggs is very good. Um, yeah. If you want to learn about sort of putting comics together he's just like a pound a month and he does like loads of behind the scenes stuff um like how to scan your pages yeah um i'm on um i'm on the 11 o'clock one as well which i I absolutely love um Mm. being um part of part of like a community and they stick little videos out and there's recommendations and i mean my phone has gone off probably eight times while we've been doing this interview from from their one you know it's good i'm on the um I absolutely adore the Power Comics one. Oh they yeah, just, yeah. They just scan sort of horrendously so bad it's good. 
sort of eighties comics. Yeah. Um, and sort of post them on there for you to yeah, I must download. get on that one. That's a good reminder. Um James Stokoe started one. I love right. James Stokoe's work. He's really good. The um that Dead Orbit book he did, the Alien Dead Orbit thing is incredible. Mm. Um and obviously Guns, Dan Butcher does one. Um, which is amazing. And he is another dude who puts something every every night your phone will ping and it'll be a page or it'll be some how to how he did this or it'll be a little video. Yeah. Yes, and for that, yeah, I mean, I think... I'm on five different ones at the moment, and it's it comes to less than twenty five quid. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think by the end of the year there'll be. I mean, I think pretty much, and not I'm not gonna say everyone, but I think there'll be a lot of people on Patreon, like most people mm. will be. Yeah. On Patreon, and and I mean, for us, it was just a case of. Um, I just think it's a lot of if 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 we were putting out a little a little book monthly, it's just a lot of messing about. I think I don't I, I feel like yeah. people don't. I feel like you need to take some steps away. You know, the idea of someone going into our big cartel every month and buying something, I just think it's gonna it's a it's a lot of faffing about. Where people in where small press that? aren't used to that. The people who follow small press comics are not used to a monthly comic. They're you know, if you if you put three Kickstarters out in a year from a small press company, they go, what another one? Someone would motivate yeah. it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So the way that they they're basically subscribing to get this comic is a much better way of doing it because they 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 then expect it. Yeah. So I think the problem this... historically with patrons is people. Sorry to interrupt, Dames. No, is okay. people people don't follow through with it. When it started, it was it had a terrible name. Yeah. For people not I I registered with a couple of patrons and um I got like nothing from them. And I'm like, hey, why why am I doing this? Why am I paying this person five dollars a month? Yeah, you know, for, for nothing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, there's a bit of that going on. There's a bit of that with Kickstarter, though, isn't there? There still? was, wasn't there as well, yeah. You yeah, know. and that had to settle down again, didn't it? I mean the most reliable people on Kickstarter are people like us. You they know, do seem to be, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because we actually still give a shit about what we're doing. I do find the whole Patreon thing interesting. I wonder whether that switch to it has, has um, been driven by, obviously, the pandemic and everybody being at home and not being able to be readily out and about and selling Especially when stuff. we weren't getting any regular comics. You remember that we had, did have a period where everything stopped, didn't it? Yep. And and Patreon allows that to continue. No, it's a, re- it's a really interesting concept. Um, so just, just so you know, I'll be putting this episode out on saturday so oh okay that'll, mate. Be, uh, that'll be nicely timed i hope and so it'll be around the same time that i'm hammering your each person's email box with uh, uh adverts for the uh patreon yeah good <laughs> and pages for the patreon go and yeah. read it but at that point you can go and sign up and, and yeah that'll be yeah as soon as you first. go on there we've got five waiting for you so make sure we put the link in the show notes for people who do want to go and uh Thank sign you, up yeah i'm not yeah. a hard seller you know i'm not but uh yeah it's very kind of you thank you no not at all not so we've all got to help each other out haven't we i mean yeah there's room for everyone in this well, wonderful world of comics yeah. you wouldn't think so sometimes but there is and I, I do believe that you know much much very much like what you guys do with acp you know where you almost you know graciously give other people an in and bring people's work to the fore and i think it's a tremendous thing yeah. and um you know, if backing your Patreon means people will then find other similar things, some of the things you've talked about today, then then great. Yeah, I mean, you know. the thing is, with the the little review thing we'll be doing, I'll be showing. I've got I've got a little pile of ones I'm going to talk about here. I've got Bubblegum Maelstrom by Ryan Alves, which is a great book. Um, 
Gadzooks, which is a, a UK adults-only comic. Um, I've got something by Josh Simmons. Um, I know you're a fan of him, aren't you, Adam? Oh, yeah, I like Josh's stuff, yeah. He did Mark of the Bat, which I bought on Glem last year, which is incredible. So, right. yeah, there'll be other people that you'll be able to discover from just, just the review bit of it, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we've got pin-ups coming as well from people who hopefully be, will be new to you as well, you know. No, that sounds really good, guys. Really good. Thanks, but man. does this mean, though, that we're going to have less physical filth coming through our letterboxes over the coming 12 months? Or will it be, you know, will it kind of run in parallel to the Patreon? Hercules was going to be a physical yeah. release immediately. That won't be part of the Patreon. Um, and I'm still doing some other stuff. And Adam's still doing Jungle Land for Strangers. You still got that coming out. You got two more left on that, Adam? Uh, yeah, well, I've got one to draw. But yeah, um, I think uh, I'm going to also say that as you're listening to this, next issue of Strangers would have come out the day before. So the same day as our Patreon launches. Oh, of course. It is. That's the same day they drop all the new books, isn't it? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. I need to get on that. I need to set a timer on my phone or something for that because i missed i missed a couple of books last time yeah. oh is that the one that you were talking about that sells out within like yeah so minutes strangers fanzine strangers and bubbles are like the most refreshing thing to happen in my in my opinion to happen to comics for a long time right and um they are energetic punk fan black and white fanzines and um they've been going you know a couple of years maybe year and a half but they're just great stuff. There's some really good stuff in there. Mm. Adam's doing a strip for Strangers, which is brilliant, called Jungle Land. And, uh, and Jasper Jubenville has done stuff. And there's all, there's some really interesting stuff in there. And they choose the right people to interview. But what they've st- what Strangers have started doing is they've started distributing us and a few other people in the States. And um, as soon as they drop their new little batch of comics, it sells out within hours. Wow. Yeah. So they're not long, not big print runs. So you just you got to literally look at your watch for them to drop and then get on there and order them all. Yeah, that's, that's what I've been amazing. doing. Yeah, yeah, really good. Brilliant stuff. So I guess as we kind of wrap this up a little bit, I mean, you you do kind of blaze a bit of a trail, you two. I hate to give you credit, you no, know, but don't. unfortunately yeah. I do. When when you sort of brought out Atomic and and other things like that, it was it was refreshing. You know, things had got a little bit stale sometimes, and then your approach to the Patreon is it's quite. I think quite innovative and I can see there'll be a lot of people um, probably doing something similar within the next few months. It's just one of those things. Thanks, man. I mean, it was, a, it was a, almost a perfect storm because Adam and I had talked about it and we're sort of planning it. And then Daryl, who's like a bundle of energy and full of ideas came up and said, Oh, why don't we do this? And I said, right, all of us need to get together and have a chat because it's like the perfect storm, you know, mm. um, wait till you see, well, you've seen it, haven't you? You've seen yeah. uh, George Mayhem, but wait till the audience sees it. Daryl's, <laughs> brilliant i love it yeah stuff yeah. yeah no it's this it's, it's good stuff it's good stuff and again it captures that as you say that kind of punk aesthetic for people like myself who still gravitate towards that that side of things it's it's brilliant stuff Thank guys very keep kind going good and so, you also gave us a little shout out in um galaxy grappling alliance number two i did yes yeah. i uh, spotted that <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, you only have three fingers though adam yeah. Well, I can boosted sales numbers exponentially. Well, I would hope so. I believe Steve Sims is is uh, selling his battle badges on the back of his recent episode. So, oh, I bet he is. Um, yeah. but no, I mean, you know, in all seriousness, though, it's just that I like to give little nods to to people that I admire within our circle and stuff like that. And it, uh, only about a dozen people ever fucking see it, so don't get too excited. Yeah, but, yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> that's the same with us. But it's, yeah, it's a little community in it. Yeah, it's all right. It is. Yeah. 
it is and sometimes like all communities you know it has its ups and downs doesn't it but i think on yeah. the whole you know people are there when you need them and it's great so man. i mean the standard question i always ask people in these kind of um self-publishing episodes is what advice would you give to anyone who may be listening to this and thinking do you know what i want to create an outlaw comic or i want to create a comic of any time and i want to publish it myself and things like that do you have do you have any advice that you would give them i i don't i don't um Oh, that's good Tony. No, but I don't know. I'm going to say I don't. I don't like these people who get to go. Oh yeah, well, just if I can do it, you know, nah, nah, boring. But the um, I think you have to. I think you have to be prepared to um, not care what other people think, and you have to you have to be prepared to transgress. Yeah. I think. I think people are too worried. I read a comic recently about a sex doll, and I was really thinking it's really good. And then the dude didn't follow through. He was too scared about the flare back. Right. On online and you know from all you know all his mates you know you got if you're going to do something you got to do it you got you, you got to follow it through you got to invest in it there's no point half-heartedly doing shit these days um and don't be afraid of what people think of you i don't really care to be fair we don't we we didn't care at no point was i was i worried about whether people would like atomic hercules number one before it came out i was just wasn't bothered i think it's, once you start writing for other people then there's a problem yeah no, there you go, Adam. I told you I'd kick off, didn't I, Adam? I told well, you earlier I'd kick off. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say, um, I sort of spoken about before, I think, but just um, just try and enjoy making comics. Like I, I love making comics, but sometimes I think I get so caught up in my in my self-imposed deadlines that I forget mm. to actually enjoy the stuff I'm drawing. Yeah. yeah. And it's oh, I've got to get another page done today, and you don't get it done for whatever reason. And you end up being like, oh, fuck. Well, that's page and a half I've got to do tomorrow now. But mm-hmm. sometimes, I don't know, it's, it's, I just wish that I stopped to enjoy drawing a little bit more. Yeah. That's what everyone, I don't know how you feel when you, you draw Damien, but right, if there's a Kickstarter coming up, Atomic Hercules 4 now, for example, uh, I, I mean, Looking in, in hindsight as a whole, the, the pages I've done so far, have I enjoyed them? Yes. But I don't know if I've sat there literally inking and thought I'm in, I'm having a good time here because yeah. I'm just trying to get it done. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know exactly what you mean. I mean, um, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I love drawing comics. I love art. I love sitting and doing it. And But there are times when, you know, you've got those deadlines like you say often that you've set yourself and you do start to lose some of that enjoyment it does go because you then start just panicking about getting it finished and i think that does show in some of the work sometimes where you can tell that you know you've kind of labored through it and i've said this on other podcasts with with other people i, I, I always get a feeling i can tell when somebody's enjoyed creating something yeah I, I just sense it in the line work and in the writing or whatever but you can you can genuinely see that somebody's had a good time doing it and my advice has always been don't underestimate how much bloody work it is as well because yeah. I'm, I'm a great believer that and i, I think art is emotional content and i think if so if there's that investment you feel it when you're reading it yeah yeah i really do think the emotion the emotions come off the page yeah and i, and I think that's at all levels isn't it because you can mm. see some pro books where you can just it's it's numbers. quite literally yeah. it's just phoned in action and, uh, is it action action mm. figured in i believe is the phrase now isn't it yeah oh yeah is that <laughs> yeah. where they're photographing toys and <laughs> yeah shit 
<laughs> what the fuck is that about? I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is that, was that last night on last night's comic, uh, podcast yeah. that someone was talking yeah. about that? I, yeah. I remember hearing it. Like, dude just fuck. photographed his fucking aliens toys and stuck them in the comic. <laughs> <laughs> was he too busy or something? Too, or the page yeah. was too like that. Saying that, you know, I'll have a Kickstarter this year called, um, you know, One Action Man with No Air and half of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Monster that looks like my knob with a face drawn on it. Yeah. yeah. Fucking hell. What next? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. It's like when you see these adverts that say, let us make art from your photo, and it's just like press a button and it'll fucking do <laughs> yeah. Or create. I saw one the oh. other day, and it was like, how to create a comic without drawing. <laughs> and I wanted to smash my fucking phone up. Because <laughs> I'm just thinking, there'll be some twat out there who'll do that. And we'll yeah. sell a shitload of books as well. Oh, they probably. will. They yeah, will. More, than, yeah, yeah. more than me sitting at my con table like a fucking idiot. More than me with my feet up <laughs> smoking, smoking a pipe. Yeah, I've drawn, I've drawn all these. Yeah. Don't, don't, try and, don't try and con pity with me around because you're fucking more popular than we ever are. So. There, oh, there, yeah. go. there you go, Damien. There's a bit of advice for you. Yeah. Be a writer. There you go. There's some advice for you. Why? Because it's fucking much easier. <laughs> It isn't, is it? Let's be honest. No. I can't wait to look forward to cons again. Yeah, I know. It's going to be good, isn't it? the world go by. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, just, just sit on my own in a room, even though just, we're all just the loneliest people in the world, even though we've got each other. Even worse, because we'll kind of be a bit more separated as well now. So there'll be like, a, you won't even be sat next to someone to have a chat, I don't think, for the first few cons, will we? It'll be like... Yeah. I, well, I don't know. I've had the vaccine. I'm going to stick it in whatever moves. You know what I mean? It's like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm ever getting the vaccine. I don't <laughs> oh, no, you don't want them, are you? No, no, I do. I want it. <laughs> he's, he's, just, he's just too young. If they bring oh, me yeah. up now, mate, go, I'd, go, I'd finish this shit and I'd be off. But yeah. um, no, I, I live in a place that's got a high demographic of elderly people. So that's taking uh, fucking right. And now they've gone on to the quote-unquote um, at-risk and uh, let's just say that, you know, Wigan's national dish of pies means that we're, <laughs> unfortunately, we're not considered at risk because we can still tie our own shoelaces. So <laughs> yeah. it's going to be a Look while those, before. Uh, yeah. I love I love those towns that you go to and it's got an awful lot of those sort of scooters. Do you know what I mean? Mobility scooters. <laughs> yeah, you get a yeah. funny look in Tesco's if you're not riding around in one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do love a, a town's um, sort of oddity, though. My favourite was always when you went to Oldham and you used to get off the train, and the first thing you saw was Oldham, the home of the tuby grip. And... <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Wow. <laughs> oh, dear me. Anyway, there we go. So it's been an interesting show, an unusual show, but always good fun with, uh, with <laughs> young Adam and, uh, and Tony. Okay. The tribute boy is causing mayhem once more on another podcast. <laughs> you like the Sex Pistols. But we never so. got invited back on Podcapers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not getting invited back here as well. I'm only joking. Anytime. Anytime. So, I, you know, once again, just like to thank Adam and Tony for giving up their evening and uh, having a chat with them. Tell us about all things Tribute Press. And I hope you've, you've taken some things from this. And I hope that you will go out and just create whatever you feel like creating and if somebody doesn't like it 
then that's their problem. So do you want to just tell us guys a little bit more about where they can find you and your work and stuff like that? Uh, yeah. So uh, never on anything.com is a website. I basically put all my stuff out through and there's links there and stuff like that. And if you want to know about the Patreon, go to at tribute press on Twitter and it'll give you the links as soon as it drops. We've we got any other links we can give out, Adam. Uh, Tributepress.co.uk, I think is the, uh, is the shop. I'm going to say when it launches, when you're listening, would be say it'd be patreon.com forward slash tribute press brill excellent there you go get on it and Please. adam do you, you got any personal sites and i don't oh, know those can... ones again mate uh that's pornhub.com forward slash it's a niche area of pornhub yeah yeah the invisible mustache.com yeah i'm ranked very highly on that on that <laughs> category uh it's adamfalp.com good you can look at things on there <laughs> <laughs> if you go to so, strangersfanzine.bigcartel.com you'll also um, be able to find out about all their stuff there that's always good as well oh Eddie owes us some cash don't he, he Christ does. yeah and I'll drop all these in the uh, in the show notes well as, as many as I can be bothered remembering and looking up anyway um, <laughs> I know the feeling exactly yeah. <laughs> and if you want to see more about my work um, it's available at art92.com and as I say every time uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, it's all art92.com because we, we just can't deal with more than one handle. It's its too much hard work. It's such a brand. We also, well, I know. We also have a YouTube <laughs> channel where you can um, learn to draw pets. Uh, I've H- been using that. I like that one. Yeah. H puts free tutorials on there. and That's good, that is. Yeah. I think she's doing some more at the moment. Um, oh, okay. And she's also running her first online class as well, I think, sometime in April. So Yeah, my missus is going to that. If you're interested, then again, head over to art92.com and you'll find the details for that and sign up. So that'll be good. And if you've enjoyed this show and if you haven't enjoyed this show and you've been offended by this show, then <laughs> that's tough, tough shit, isn't it? Worst really? stuff out there, my friend. It's been good fun. I've really enjoyed it. And if you want to listen to more of this stuff, then obviously you can find us on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts and all that other gubbins. You can give us a review because apparently that means people can actually find us. Although I don't know how that works. Is that Um, true? Is that true? I I don't know. Some guy in America told me so it must be true. I don't know. Who knows? I've only had, I think, three reviews. And one of them was off Dan Butcher. Going, Ricky Skeets has got a bogus, so which don't really count. <laughs> so once again, thanks to Adam and Tony for giving up their evening. It's been really good fun, guys, and it will be. And I'll leave you with the thoughts of the great Frank Zappa, who said, without deviation from the norm, progress is not possible. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Cheers. Bye. <laughs>